Hi, I'm Anna Ng, founder of Client-Centric Property, a full-time property agent, recipient of Top 10 Achievers Award of ERA Realty Network and a mother of two girls. From a girl with inferior complex to a lady with self-confidence, my clients and friends sometimes feel I am a yaya papaya, but yet they love the strong vibe in me. And this show, I will share with you my struggles on juggling family and work, overcoming them, building my self-confidence and gaining the respect of my family, clients and friends. Welcome to the Client-Centric Property Show. Welcome to Client-Centric Property Show. I'm Anna and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you how do you know if your job is the right fit. Back in 2015, that was the year of change. I decided to leave the children to the childcare centre and come back to work, but not in real estate yet. Remember I told you, for the period of time I was thinking of giving up real estate? I did try a couple of jobs, and in such a job, I was working in a telecommunications company, and where the colleagues are not exactly very happy. Everyone is going to push their way up, working very hard, but hardly sees anyone's efforts are being recognised. To top it off, the manager seems to be always skiving and never interested to shortcut the traditional processes to improve on the ways things are handled. Her usual phrase to me is, Look, Anna, I've been working here for the past four years and nothing gets changed. To me, having worked in a bank, when you tell me that, do you know what's my feeling? It means to say that since four years ago that you're working until today, you have not gotten any change. You have not improved on any of the systems or processes after you come in. And work gets repetitive and is draining. And the manager insists that we're working the right way. Daytime, I saw her surfing the net or she'll be complaining and talking to others about her daughter and her maid's problems at home. And when night falls, when everybody's supposed to go home, she insisted that people should stay back to work overtime just like her. Remember, I said during the interview, I told her that I need to go back home on time. I need to fetch my kids from the childcare centre, failing which I need to pay a fine. And both kids in the same school doesn't mean I get a discount. I still have to pay for two times the penalty fee. To her, it's not important. While I try to implement things like striking it off my bucket list and preparing a checklist every day, she said this is not the right way. The right way to do is you have to stay back and try to cover more work. Things got really mundane and boring. And then, by and by, I find that the colleagues are also not friendly enough to invite you for lunch. Perhaps they're all trying to shun me, as they can sense I have a different way of doing things from the manager. And not just that, she likes to bring me to herself so that she can give me long lectures for one to two hours every day. And due to that, her long lectures resulted in work not being done. And then she will say, why don't you stay back late? Somehow, I have a feeling she wants me to stay back late so I can accompany her. Because when everybody starts to leave at 
she will stay back until 8. Of course, once or twice I'll stay back, but I can't be staying back every day. Moreover, it's just a $2,000 over job. If I really want to work hard, I'm going to go back to real estate. In the office environment, it always seems that there's a click somewhere. But for that office, I'm just not blending in. Things got quite quiet and nobody dares to talk to me. After a while, I realized, and having that dream I mentioned to you about, I realized that perhaps it's almost time for me to go back to real estate. My conclusion of what happened is, in a working environment where the KPI perhaps is not very clear and a lot of politics are going on, perhaps it's best to find an exit if the pay is not attractive enough to hold you back. Next thing you can look out for is if there is no possibility of a promotion or pay increase or learning of any new skills while the manager is toxic enough to bring your spirits down every day. Just like the one two hours lecture I mentioned to you, does it make you feel drained or feel disgusted to go to work every day? At that moment, I felt like she's treating me like her maid, which I am not. And then perhaps it's time to look for a better environment. The last thing is, if you find that in that working environment, it's actually bringing down your self-confidence and it's making you feel less and less sure of yourself, less and less worthy. Something is very wrong. Or you become a very critical person. We're calling it this the work hazard. It's something about the work and the nature that actually corrodes the better you inside. And eventually, what's left of you is just a working robot or machine just going there to collect your pay month after month. Nothing change, nothing improve, and worse, you sink lower and lower and lower until you cannot even recognize yourself and you don't even know what else you're good for. And that's when you lose your sense of self-worth and that's the worst situation ever. After I left that company, some of my colleagues left one by one. And those that met me up, they told me, after working there for a long time, they have lost all confidence and most of them are in depression. Why so? If after I left, the manager has no one to scold for that one-two lectures every day, she got offended on someone else. I believe my poor colleagues are the ones that's going to face the music after I go. Not just that. Because of all the scoldings, do you think it will help to encourage someone to do better? We all know that if you want to encourage a child, it's never to scold them or spank them. It will always be to encourage them and show them what can be done as a leader. Well, I've come to the end of my story. I hope you have gotten some interesting takeaways from me. If you wish to connect with me via Facebook, do click on my link https colon double slash shor dot by oblique anna-ng in my show notes. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode sharing more tips and stories on find the right people to work with you. Don't force the unwilling people to work with you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. 
I'm so honored to have you here. If you like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs and done for you services, visit me over at soulrichwoman.com. S O U L R I C H W O M A N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, do subscribe to our email list because once you're subscribed, you become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, if your mind can perceive, you shall conceive. Sending you my confidence and I speak to you soon.